What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shona Seventy One, and your auditory canals are locked into episode one hundred of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, man? Not much. Just happy to be here on our 100th episode. Can you believe that? Can yeah. Can you believe it, that? We are actually it here. It seem like long. <laughs> It does not seem like it's been 100, 100 episodes. And maybe that's because we, for whatever reason, uh, I had the bright idea to do it as seasons <laughs> and breaking it up into like seasons and whatnot. So, so because we wanted to have it be a little bit different, uh, we decided that we are going to uh, go back or go to an actual numbering system. So in comic Yay. books, they call, they call it a legacy system. So instead of going into seasons, it's going to be uh, numbering. So from here on out, our our episodes will be uh, running in numeric order. So this is episode 100. Next episode will be 101. After that, 102, and so on and so forth. Uh, we figured that this this would uh, be easier, you know, for folks to to get on board, and also it would be easier for. Um, for, for folks to basically, you know, see how far we've come, because when you have different seasons, you're not really sure. So we want to basically honor all, all of the episodes that we've done. So so from here on out, starting with 100, uh, it'll, it'll be a numbering system, as as you all, you know, are, are usually are, are, are most um, comfortable with. So so yeah so uh thank you for joining us for these uh past 100 episodes and we are you know hope that you'll stay for 100 more Indeed 500 more 500, 500 more 700 more It's not an auction buddy <laughs> And that other voice you just heard is none other than Trader Joe because without Trader Joe our show is a no go He's also the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar. Trader Joe, what's going on, brother? Uh, not much, man. Uh, I think well, I'm just going to briefly mention when we talked about last episode, and it will be Debbie Downer over here <laughs> on it, but uh, uh, we hadn't recorded for a couple of weeks because I'd been you know, tending to family business and my dad and everything, but my dad, unfortunately, he passed away last Thursday, so I wanted to let you guys all know, and I thank you for all the support I've received. Uh, you know, basically, I'm kind of keeping everything kind of on the down low. I'm not tweeting out about it. I'm not Facebooking about it on there. I'm just kind of you know, taking things on a private note, but uh, since I mentioned on the podcast last episode, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there just in case if anyone uh, wanted to know, but uh, I'm pushing through, and, uh, you know, I'm grateful to be here and doing this episode. I mean, you know, it's it's moving forward from everything. You know, it's just life. So, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, man, no thanks needed for for any of that. Uh, I've been through that myself, so it, it is it can be difficult. But again, glad to have you here. Glad to be doing another show. And we are going to kick things off since this is episode 100. We've got a couple of things coming up. 
To celebrate our 100th episode, three lucky winners will win a regular edition game of their choice for the platform of their choice. How do you win? Simple. Retweet the episode 100 and tag a friend. Winners are now will be announced on episode 104. So we're going to ask you to stay tuned for and start retweeting. Now, in addition to that, if you join our Discord server, our Gaming Vessels Discord, just simply join. That will get you two entries into our into our contest. So yeah. just doing the retweet will get you one entry. If you just simply join the Discord, that's going to bring you that's going to give you two because as we mentioned in episodes before, we're trying to build our Discord community up. And we're going to use episode 100 as another means to kind of kick that uh, kick, kind of give that a catalyst boost. So yeah, there's a channel on our Discord right now, episode 100 contest, and all you need to do is one, join the Discord, and two, just leave us a message saying, hey, 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 I just joined the Discord on there. And now for our current Discord members, all you have to do is just give us a holla in the episode 100 contest text channel, just saying you want an entry. And you get two entries towards a game of your choice on the platform of your choice. So, indeed, indeed. So, folks, we're going to ask you to keep those two entry methods in mind into our contest. And thanks for hanging in there for a hundred episodes with us. This we definitely appreciate it. So, Des, why don't you let the folks know what is uh, what? episode 100 kind of sort of represents as the way forward and what our listeners can look forward to in the next couple of weeks. Sure thing. So, so that was a, a, a lead into our main event. And so uh, we had a question that we wanted to, to ask our listeners. And that question was, as we approach our 100th episode, we would like to see, uh, well, what would you like to see us try in our next 100 episodes? Uh, what content would you like to see from us? And uh, it was fun. We got we, we got a response from from a longtime listener, uh, Surging Fire Jason, and he had said, you know, uh, spicy spicy reviews, like like we eat spicy stuff and then do spicy reviews about for video games. I know there's a huge uh, market for that now where people are doing um spike e- eating spicy foods and then and then doing various different uh um you know reviews or or doing something weird to to, to their bodies or whatnot and yeah. and unfortunately i have a pretty um i have a pretty uh delicate stomach um so <laughs> i'm gonna have to for me i'm gonna have to pass on that but if y'all can can do that then then more power to you yeah i can't i'm just just be up front with you that ain't happening bro yeah i can't i can't maybe joe can because joe's Joe's no well it's not a challenge if it's just a one-man show so i'm sorry about i don't know if you could do some other type of food challenge you know with you know get the joey chestnut karma going on and sitting here for surgeon fire and eat like 40 hot franks or something or you know or, or we could do like a, or we could do like a Cookie Mama challenge and like and like cook in real life what what you make in Cookie Mama or something oh, like I, that. I ain't playing Cookie Mama. You could put that. Put what? That oh come on! Hells no! Oh, Hells I'm just saying. 
So, so again, um, I know we, we offered this question out, uh, but we are always open to, uh, to feedback from our listeners. So, so please feel free to send us your feedback, uh, send us, you know, your thoughts about, about the show and what you would think that we should possibly do and or think about, because again, uh, this is a community show. We want to ask, like, we want your feedback. We want to know what you guys are thinking. So please, you know, feel free to, uh, to let us know your thoughts. Um, yeah. So on that note, uh, I have one more question for everybody. And this is the question for, for this week. Um, and that is, um, and this is a hot button question. And I, we, the three of us have had, um, have spoken about this question many times, um, or we, we, we've asked this question of each other many times and, and, and we've talked about it a lot, but the question is, uh, do you think players should get free upgrades for games bought on last gen consoles? So the reason why I'm bringing this up again is because, you know, that's a huge thing right now where people are talking about, you know, what, you know, um, what would be considered? Uh, is it pro consumer to not give them a, uh, to give them a, uh, a free upgrade for, for a next gen game, like, like the free upgrades and, and that, that certain games are offering and not, I know Spider-Man is not, and I know there's a couple of other games that are, but, but do you think that, that people should get that? You know, what is your, what is your thoughts about that? You know, there's no right or wrong answer. We just want to see what people are thinking about um, when it comes to this, to, to this, I I don't want to use controversy. I just want to use, you know, just kind of like, what is, what is your thoughts about this? You know, just to kind of hear what, what our, what our listeners are are saying, you know, we, we just want to, we just want to hear what your, what your thoughts are uh, about it. Um, And I know that, you know, when we actually have, the conversation on our on our um, on our show, um, I'm sure that all three of us will have a lot to say about this uh, this topic. So, so that's the question. You know, do you think uh, players should get free upgrade updates for games? Uh, sorry, upgrades for games that were bought on last gen console. So, so that's the main event. So as usual. We're going to kick things, we're going to move into our playlist. That's usually our first topic on our docket where we change things up again for episode 100. So, Joe, why don't you kick things off? What is, what have you been playing of late? Uh, just a little odds and ends, of course. Uh, things to get my mind off life on there. Warframe has uh, been a big one. Of course, uh, still, you know, go on, log in daily to get my bonuses, uh, trying to, you know, inch my way forward in the uh, storyline on there and build up my um, existing Warframe. I think, uh, what's what's the name of the, the healing Warframe, Des, that I kind of, I've been kind of getting used to her a little bit, uh, but it's like, uh, it was kind of a hard road to toe. I've been doing the proper healing and everything. What, do you remember the name of that Warframe? Uh, Trinity. Uh, I only have Trinity. It's like something Prime, isn't it? 
Trinity is the healer that you're. You might be Trinity Prime, but that's the one Trinity that you're working Prime. with. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, it's a Prime version of Trinity, and it's just like, yeah, I was like, so as a as a person who was an actual um, a support player for Joe to for Joe to actually come and be a support player is, is has been very interesting to watch and experience. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so, because Joe is not a support player, he just you know he likes to get in there. And he likes to, you know, shake stuff up. So, so it was just kind of funny. Yeah, I've been, you know, getting a little, you know, I've been throwing up the heel every so often and doing what I need to do and trying to keep an eye on things. So it's just not the normal style of gameplay I'm used to. I'm used to, like in Destiny, playing the Titan, being up in front. You know, if I was playing an MMO, obviously I'd be the tank, you know, so... So being back and being supported is not not necessarily my bag on there, but I'm willing to learn because you know I want to be a team player, you know all that wonderful stuff. So, <laughs> uh, other than uh, Warframe, uh, just been dabbling in a few odds and ends. Uh, you know, Des will kind of cover a little bit more in depth, but uh, in the beginning portion of Genshin Impact on there, which is uh, quite awesome probably the best free-to-play game I've played in my life, you know, as far as aesthetically, you know, just that whole, like, anime Breath of the Wild motif on there. So still in the beginning of the game, I'm just literally getting to the first city on there. And, um, you know, something where, unfortunately, I got online and, the, you know, Dez is playing it and other people in our party have been playing it. But uh, it's something, at least at the beginning of the game, I, you know, and Dez will razz me until the end of the time, but I'd rather, you know, quote-unquote, soak in the atmosphere with certain games. I like to hear the music and to be able to take it at my own pace. So it's like something to where it's something I want to play, at least at the beginning, uh, almost like a single-player playthrough with no distractions on there, just kind of feel it through. And that's just me being particular about... Version, y'all. Immersion, man. Yeah, he loves it. He's like, give me that immersion. I need that immersion. And I'm like, yes. Certain games, I have no problem kicking back, throwing some music on the background, turning the game like you know volume down if need be, and just sitting there and play on there, and then shooting the shooting the shit basically in the group chat online, doing as well. But this is a certain game, at least where I'm. You know, even though the story is not all that great at the beginning of it, I just, you know, want to hear the music. I want to hear the, like, you know, sound effects. It's just certain games, just I want to get into the atmosphere of it. So I'm pretty sure once I get to the point, if I do level up to a point where I do multiplayer, you know, I'll be, be beyond the point, basically, where I'll be able to go back and forth between, you know, playing multiplayer and playing single player, of course. But... Uh, other than Genshin Impact, I also been playing what uh, played dabbled with a little bit of Wreckfest on that. So I actually, because Kev, you talked about I think last show and it kind of stirred, stirred the blood a little bit about to hurt the blood. More. Yeah, stir my blood, <laughs> stir, stir my life warm. I want to actually get back into. Yeah, he asked me, Kev. He was like. You want to play some Wreckfest? I'm like, really? I was like, no. And of course, whenever I say, whenever I say no, I don't want to. He's like, oh, you don't have the game anymore. And I'm like, yes, Joe, I have the game. I just don't want to play it right now. <laughs> it's always like, if I don't want to play something, did you get rid of it? And I'm like, no, Joe, I still have the game. <laughs> I didn't go. It didn't go anywhere. 
It's oh, fine. I know. I don't, I don't know. I don't maintain your library. I don't know what you have and don't have. You know. It was just funny. It's just like, what did you have anymore? What happened? I'm like, dude, just don't have it. I have it. But it's like Kevin's are talking about it, now. I want to play it, and I'm like, all right. You're you're a hot and cold gamer, sir. So I know you, man. So. I'm a hot and cold gamer. <laughs> yes, you are a hot and cold gamer. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like we're playing Division Two for like a hot minute, and we're all it into it. It was not a hot minute. I played for a while, and then yeah, I yeah, played for on. a while, and you drop it like like a cold dead fish. It's like, oh, <laughs> see you later, girl. No, I wouldn't say that. I just, I just sometimes I just gotta move on. You know, God. we had our time together. You know, I just, I wiped a tear off their cheek and then I move on. You know, hot and cold, yeah. but hot and cold. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> you know, Genshin. We'll talk about Genshin Impact in a minute, but I know you're hot to trot on that. You're like hot fire on that stuff. So that hot fire. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, other than hot that, fire. I've been uh. <laughs> playing some crackdown three and i actually got back in because i hadn't turned on my xbox in literally like a month or six weeks and so you know i jumped back in i thought oh don't i'm gonna dabble and try to get some more orbs or i just went straight to the main boss there were some hints in the story as if there was another boss behind and that you know god forbid i don't remember the main boss's name it was elizabeth whatever her last hey name. no no, no spoilers. I might go back and beat that if I ever if I ever get hot for that game again. Well, she's right up in front and in the in the beginning of the game, so no spoilers are needed. No spoilers are needed. I might so. I might get hot for the you game. Know, Elizabeth Neiman. So I I defeated Elizabeth Neiman, and I was expecting maybe another boss behind her because they showed like a like. Uh, evil voice behind her and so but no i would probably have to s save it for the sequel crackdown 4 coming for your uh xbox games pass hopefully <laughs> next year i'm sorry dude so you so you literally played that game expecting something and then they that it's they, like they to were, be continued yeah no no it was not <laughs> to be continued but you kind of hear like a, a spoiler alert of course <laughs> hear like an ominous like Lex Luthery type voice in the background after you defeat her and it just kind of leads off in the epilogue a little bit That's and silly. then from there the game ended and of course you know I still got some orb cleanup to do to get some hidden orbs and some agility orbs to I'm not I don't know if I'm going to go for the full brunt like every orb in the world collected or not but you know, Xbox has these things called leaderboards, and so right now I'm number two on both the hidden orbs and the agility orbs to the one and only Mr. Chris, a.k.a. Lefty Brown. So I need to go grab at least six more oh. agility orbs because I want to be number one, man. Oh, want you want to be, be the best, one. the very best? Like oh, no one ever was? At least, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, wow. You hear that, Lefty Brown of, uh, of uh, GH Radio? GH yeah. Radio. Joe's coming for you, buddy. This is it. This uh, is I'm right here, your crown, right now. Brown. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's uh, gaming vessels versus GH Radio. You heard it here first. Oh wait, how starting our I'm out, I'm on that show as well, so it's like I'm I'm versus myself. I You're a know. secret ringer. <laughs> no, you can be the ref. How about that? There you go. Thank you. You heard it here first, folks. And you can take that to the bank. Cha-ching. 
<laughs> so Des, why don't you go more into Genshin Impact, sir? <laughs> well, hope for yeah. I was I've been playing. You know, when I'm not you know moonlighting, you know, with the anime chicks, um, and dudes or whatever else it is. Um, I'm playing Warframe as well. That is the the secondary game. I was I was joking with uh, Joe because it's like you know we spend money on these sixty dollar games and then we end up playing free games. It's like what the hell's going on? So anyway. But um, but yeah, uh, I play Warframe, and I've been you know really enjoying you know Warframe. Um, been over there. Uh, I don't know. There's something. There's something just very zen about Warframe. You just kind of put it on, and you just kind of let it, just let it go. You know, you're, you're not, you're not really, you know, thinking about much. The stories are pretty good. They're not decent. I mean, they're they're. They're not bad. It's just kind of one of those things that you just kind of put on and and you just play it, you know. And I'm I'm getting Warframes. The grind is definitely a lot easier, um, unless I'm super super lucky. Um, but I'm I'm getting some of the stuff that that I need. And um, one of our friends, um, one of our friends, um, Surging Fire, uh, Jason, is this really cool about sharing his knowledge uh with the game and helping us out so i think he's really made it a lot easier for us because he has been um like he has been there to kind of like they call i guess in the game they call it sherpa-ing because they can get you into if you have a higher a, a higher level player they can uh take you to um to places where you might not be able to get through if you haven't um if you haven't um, gotten high enough level, so he's been he's been a pretty good Sherpa for us, and and we like we really appreciate it. So it hasn't been super uh, crazy, um, the uh, the grind. So it's 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 a pretty fun game, um, and I I I really I really enjoy it. So and when I'm not playing. Um, Warframe, I'm playing Genshin Impact. Now, Genshin Impact has been really, really fun. I I have really enjoyed what I've what I've played of the game. It is a it is a gotcha game, meaning they um they what's the best way to describe it? You you have to get you don't have to, but you get these kind of limited uh characters you know it's kind of like in the japanese with the gotcha machines where where you put in your quarter or something and, you, and you're trying to get uh someone cool or, or something cool or, or or a certain figure or something that's the that's the gotcha and there's a couple of characters that are that are supposed to be really cool and so you're supposed to you know want to work to get those characters and 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 um and so on and so forth and and it's funny because because the story itself is like you're you're one of you pick one of the two twins and then you're stuck on this world and so you basically have to find find your other twin because they got locked away or something by this by the specific god because the world you go to has a whole bunch of gods and um and it's all and so you basically you have to kind of find out what's going on and and then you find other people you know to to work with um and then you switch off between between the people but the gotcha is getting uh rare weapons and rare characters and i think one of the systems that's really cool in it is because it's a gotcha game and because um 
you spend time uh trying to get these 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 chase uh rares you know if you're a magic the gathering player you're trying to chase after these specific people um if you actually get a a, a double or or you get a um uh what was it? Uh, a double of something or, or you get the same one over again you actually use those to upgrade your characters so so it's not a it's not a complete total loss if you get um someone that you already have because you can technically uh use that to make your the one character that you've been using stronger so i think that's a very eloquent way of um kind of taking um these these duplicates that you could get and making them better so i actually think it's a great idea and plus the game is just really fun you know it's just it's just a fun little you know time waster and there's so much to do in it they're relatively um uh nice with the uh uh generous with the giveaways they give you all these things if you want to kind of get you started and and it's just really fun you know unlocking the characters and finding the characters and you know, and battling, and and when you get to a certain level, it opens up and becomes a a multiplayer game where you can play with your friends. The multiplayer is limited because you can only do a certain or a specific um, content with them, and and it doesn't really carry over because again, you know, this is a free to play game. But other than that, it's it's really fun. Um, I I've really enjoyed my time with Genshin uh, Impact, and I probably will pay, play it for a little bit longer. Um, before you know i i run cold on it as joe says and um and i move on to something else so uh so that's really those two are the really the games that i've been playing mostly just those two games you know genshin and warframe you know so uh kev what have you been playing buddy i've only been playing a couple games myself uh of course sekiro i've made more headway in that uh, where I'm at in Sekiro is I have to fight uh, the Guardian Ape again, except now I gotta fight two of them. And, yeah, <laughs> that's been that's been an absolute joy. Um, because you can't just have fun with one Guardian Ape; you gotta have two in there with you, making making your life extremely difficult. Um, I don't want to want to bag on it too much because the guardian ape is one of the bosses that I I figured out its pattern and um, you basically the two apes is like you're fighting your each ape has the fighting pattern of the original like the the one you come across his head is already chopped off because you chopped off his head you know a few stages back. And uh, you fight him, but when you when you get his energy down far enough, he will call out like a it's like a mud clone of the original ape, and that one will fight like in the same in the in the similar fight pattern as uh, uh, the guardian ape before you cut off its head. So it's just a matter of knowing when to go for the kill shot on each one without the other one trying to kind of uh shot block you uh, for lack of, for lack of a better term as you're trying to get that kill shot in on the other one so uh very difficult very hard uh but i mean that's why i play Sekiro because it's a very difficult action game so i've uh, been playing that also been playing uh some genshin impact myself 
Um, I wish I liked it as much as you guys did. Uh, uh, the graphics were great. The aesthetic is great. Uh, the story is 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 okay. But the thing that really that's really kind of turned me off is, and I guess this is just the way free to play games are structured. The you've got systems upon systems upon systems, and the game tries to sell itself as being easy to to understand. Um, and I guess it is maybe in comparison to other free to play games, but because there isn't menus on top of menus, but there's still layers to this and um trying to figure out how to go about things in the beginning uh, i think is a little bit more complicated than it really needs to be uh, another thing that i didn't like is the you know again i'm a beat-em-up snob so most people probably won't be affected by this but this was kind of a major turnoff for me all of the all of the attack animations are canned, meaning that there is no variance in them, regardless of how how far your character you build up your character, type of weapons you get. They still do the same canned animations, and that just the only thing that's different is that you you'll crank out higher damage numbers and for me that was kind of a turn off because i was kind of hoping that there would be some type of a combat tree that i'd be able to explore and open up with each character but it doesn't look like there is and the way but they have the, i guess the thing the key element or a key element of this game and how you do damage is everything is element based so you're at if you're running the game solo then you're able to switch to different characters and the idea is having each character have a different element that when you let's say you set somebody on fire you may switch to like a wind character that could ignite them or you could switch to a lightning character that'll you know cause some type of elemental damage you know shocking or breaking down their defenses there's there's a, a bazillion and, and one different ways just to to do that but the thing that i don't like about that is you have to switch using the digital pad and switching characters mid combo uh i didn't like it i, I it took me out it took me out of the the combat in a way that I didn't expect it to, because it kind of reminded me of uh, Devil May. I think it was Devil May Cry three. Uh, Dante had like multiple styles that you could switch back and forth from, and I had no problem with that. Like I could go from Royal Guard to uh, Gunman or to his sword style very easily, but. I think it's because there is a slight delay in the when you switch characters it it kept throwing it kept throwing my uh my combos off like if I got something ignited and I want to use my wind character to ignite them I switch it and then I'm okay now I okay yeah I got to I got to do the their elemental attack power and, and and get that and i for whatever reason i just couldn't lock that time down 
And there were a couple other issues that I had with the game, with the the way that you build your your gear, and you have gear, which is your armor and your weapons, and then you have these relics, and these relics are like, uh, I guess, modifiers to your gear and your weapons, and each one just kind of does something different, and I think if they would have just put some type of an actual skill tree with regard to your combat abilities, uh, your moves, I would have enjoyed that more. But everything, since everything is just canned, it was just like, eh, it, it, it just wasn't hitting with me on that. But again, like I said, beat em ups are my favorite genre, and I am a major snob when it comes to that genre. So I was judging, I'm judging Genshin Impact on its beat em up mechanics and not for being a, a free to play because typically free to play I avoid that I avoid that like the plague <laughs> so, so I probably I'm not the ideal demographic for that game so I I put in I got to the first dungeon I completed the first dungeon um and you know I was just kind of like is 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 this game loop is just not for me but I definitely get its appeal uh it's a pretty game it's a smooth playing game uh, my guess is that its systems are probably easier in comparison to some of the other free to game free to play games that are out there uh, again i don't play those types of games so i'd be the wrong <laughs> the wrong person to make a distinction between that but uh but yeah that it, i i i decided went on ahead and decided to put that game down but I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. <clears throat> but variety uh, is the spice of life. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. So we're going to move on to hey, believe it or not, folks, we got feedback. Uh, I'm very happy to see that. So <laughs> as always, folks, and we'll get into this a little bit more in depth on how to contact our show. But uh, you can contact us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, for feedback. So we're going to get into our vessel line right now. So we have a couple of different messages all from the same listener. So shout out to Isaiah 68 for uh, sending us this feedback. So I'll go ahead and jump into the first section. I'll read all the sections, but I'll just go on and jump into the first section right now. Hi, all. Sometime in the middle of the summer, I decided to transition from Xbox and PlayStation to PC. Essentially, I'm tired of the performance com compromise and inability to upgrade without buying a whole new console. Moreover, I'm ready to go back into simulators and now incorporate and go back into simulators and now incorporate high fidelity VR. My plan is to completely forego any further consoles with the exception of Nintendo. The PC will be hooked up to my office TV. On the Microsoft side, I won't miss out on their exclusives. And on the Sony side, I don't think I will either. Just give it time. PC build below. Secondly, I feel that it's important to discuss the recent order, the recent order issues for the launches of the PS5 and then the RTX 3080, more specifically the bots. It's absolutely ridiculous that bots are even a factor i.e. there are plenty of countermeasures for bots. Sure, there will be supply issues, strategic or not, 
I'm looking at you, Sony, and the low availability of the lower cost discless PS5. Sure, websites will have a ton of traffic, but for consumers to be held hostage by scalpers because of poor launch plan, not okay. That is all, Isaiah 6.8. So that is the first section of his letter. Do you guys have any, any comment on that? I mean, I think he, well, the only thing I like to say is I think he has a, like, he, he brings up a really good point. And I've often thought about that, too. And and you, uh, Kevin, have said really good, you know, have made a really good comment around, you know, PCs and and Microsoft and Xbox. And, and I know that I have been really um, vocal that I'm like, a, I'm a console player. I like playing with the console. But... But given given what is hap what is happening with uh, with the changes in, in the in the console market, uh, part of me is kind of like maybe it is time for me to to really just kind of look at this PC and really think about what what they're doing and what they're really offering. Because I was thinking about you know I was honestly thinking about um, getting a an Xbox, but then I kept thinking like why, and then Kevin was was kind of like. If your money will be better saved, you know, getting getting a um, just just buying a computer, even a even a pre-built one, a pre-built gaming PC that you can that that you can uh, upgrade might be a better fit than what's really going on. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe Kevin's kind of right about that. So so for 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 him to say like, you know, thinking about turning you know turning it back and and doing something different, I think you know that might not be a bad idea. Um, so I hear what you're saying, and I think that you're on kind of on the right track with that. So I don't yeah, know. For me, PC only with just uh, I like playing in front of my TV in my living room. So, and it's just a point. Uh, you know, right now my PC is in a desk area in the same place I work at 40 hours a week. So it's just uh, you know I don't know how much time I really want to spend above and beyond in this space. I was debating, thinking about, you know, since I do have the room to maybe do a separate desk setup with my gaming PC versus my, you know, work PC, but that's just a lot, you know, to figure out. And uh, whether after COVID, if I am forced to go back into the office and, and this becomes my, like, PC gaming space versus my PC gaming space and workspace, it'd be uh, another thing in a nutshell, in my opinion, so... Uh, I'm getting a um, Secret Labs gaming chair like in the November, beginning of December, which I spent like five bills on. And I'm hoping that will kind of lead me into some comfort in playing on the PC and maybe making the space a little bit more bearable above and beyond the 40 hours a week. I also dedicate to my time in here as well. So also a lot to see about that but uh, i couldn't go without my day one like console exclusives uh, and wait for them to trickle down to pc eventually i think you know pc is always a good like you know if you're looking at an, another side of meat if you're at the uh, gaming buffet but you know, i don't want it to be uh, my main like you know end all be all source per se but it's it's a good option i know a lot of people out there are pc only gamers and they are quite served quite well on that platform so yeah i can't i can't i i can't bring myself to be a pc only player if i was going to do this i most likely would play 
would would have my PS4 and then have a um uh have the PS4 and then have a PC, you know, in order to do it that way, you yeah. know, to to fulfill any kind of like micro micro uh soft uh first first you know first party uh first party kind of stuff. But honestly, I can't see myself. I don't know. It's just it's just weird. I just can't see myself not buying a a a, a PS4, you know, and a Switch or a Nintendo. I know you can forego Nintendo. I can forego Nintendo either. No. So. so it's funny that he that that even Isaiah said that you know, like he would keep his Nintendo, and I was just like, you know, I don't know what it is about Nintendo. Like they could come out with with pretty much anything, and I'll at least try it. Although I didn't try the Wii U. I, I think I was a little just a little too burned on um on that so i was just like you know what no so yeah as far as your point about the bots i mean these retailers could really put a captcha or uh, some sort of thing to prevent them but you know it's like you know i think it's they throw up their hands and say you know it's like why fight city hall kind of situation and to me say a bot or otherwise to them yeah and the problem is is that you know i think for the the items they're selling for the manufacturers, they probably want to make sure that the items are distributed a little bit better on there. But it's going to be up to the manufacturers to put pressure on their retailers to make sure that their retail uh, online stores are ship shape on there. I'm look, I'm calling you out target target out of everyone got some most booty booty ass online store uh, on there i mean i remember being just stuck with the uh, ps5 in my cart for a year in the day and the same thing happened with the series x in my car, uh, checkout with them so it's just like you know you got a multi-billion dollar corporation i mean all of them best buy walmart amazon you name it you know it's like you know they should be able to handle the traffic but obviously they're not equipped to do that so yeah, and uh, I would agree. You know, Target's a, a, over a seventy billion dollar plus valued corporation, and their their website is absolute trash when it comes to high demand. Uh, I mean, this this was just a glaring reason why they need to update their update their uh, update their their online their online store. Um, I guess on the I have been hearing that the PS5 digital has been kind of limited. Um, so I don't know. I really haven't. I really haven't been following the Hi. the digital side. Um, from what I've from what I've seen, the folks that wanted the digital got it. I mean, well, I mean, it's been a pain in the ass just reserving any of these any of yeah. these items. Um, what I have seen, though, and I don't know if it's just specific with GameStop, is just like some of their stores are just getting limited stock all the way around. Like, you know, three Xbox One, X, Xbox Series Xs and one Series S. And you've got people lining up at GameStop trying, you know, trying to get these limited numbers on the Xbox. And I don't know if it's just because certain GameStop stores are not don't pull the type of volume that the corporate that the GameStop corporate feels that and they're just putting most of those allocations to more volume oriented stores or what but I've seen that 
uh, I have not seen too much on the on the PS5 side. I know GameStop has been limited on the PS5 side side, but their limitations have been like, well, well, we've only got ten or twelve, and we've got you know five of the of the discs. And we've got seven of the of, of the disc lists or some variant of that. Yeah. So GameStop. it may be it may be GameStop specific. It may be retailer it specific. It may be store volume specific with regards to that. So, but you know, let's not the the getting these next generation console has 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 been a pain in the ass all all across the board. Including including the cards, so yeah, the Sarah, launches could have been well, better all the way around. One thing about GameStop, and I'm going to throw it out here and just throw them under the bus because I don't give a flying rat's ass. Basically, is that wow, you know, you could allocate so many consoles to your retail locations, but then you put a bunch up on your damn website with every freaking accessory under the sun and games galore included for like 900, 950, whatever the bundled prices and, and put bundles up it's like you stupid sons of freaking you know it's like you know just make the damn consoles available for themselves and themselves only don't try to say we need margins we need to have an extra controller and a headset and a charge base and a mm-hmm. camera included along with destruction all-stars and you need to pick all the, the booty booty ass like launch titles to throw in there along with the package of course you know and this i i don't want to put destruction all-stars under the bus i am very interested in playing destruction all-stars not for 70 bucks with the microtransactions included in the mix so i'm mm-hmm. sorry but uh i'm gonna wait for destruction all-stars to be down to 20 bucks by february or march of next year so <laughs> on it but you know that's just retail for you man so indeed indeed so the next section he brings up is his actual PC build, uh, and I'm going to list some list the parts that he's got for that. Uh, his motherboard is the Gigabyte Z490 Aorus Master ATX. CPU is the i7-10700K, 3.8 megahertz. The CPU cooler is the Cooler Master Liquid Pro 240. GPU is the R- is his RTX 3090. Uh, I can't tell if he's if he's got an EVGA, an MSI, an Asus, and a Gigabyte. If he's got all three, no, I was just or, saying that the EVGA is greater than the oh, Asus brand. better than oh, better than okay, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, that's the the greater than. Okay, yeah, I didn't even okay, I didn't see. Okay, so and his backup is uh, the Zotac 3090. And his RAM is 32 gigabytes of Corsair Vengeance. Um, I, for me, uh, looking at some more for what I'm going to do on the second right. page, kid. Oh, okay. Oh, keep storage. SSD is the M.2 NVMe, one gigabyte. SSD 2.5 inch, one terabyte, and a hard disk for. Um, I think he meant for a terabyte drive on that for the hard yeah. disk. <laughs> Uh, one and, gigabyte drive won't do you well. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his power supply is the EVGA Gold 1000 watt, and the case is the Fantex P400A. Um, I've looked for the case. I have looked at the Fantex P400. I'm kind of tossed between the that and the Lee and Lee. I really like the Lee and Lee OS 11. 
primarily because it, it's just such a big case and it's got really excellent uh, airflow reviews for from the sites that I've seen. So I, I'm I'm the Fantex is very good, but I, I'm kind of sort of leaning toward the the Lee and Lee OS 11 dynamic. I think that's probably going to be the one I would go for. For me, my storage is going to be all all M.2. I think the M.2s are cheap enough. And the motherboards that I'm looking at have multiple slots for M.2, so I'm not even going to deal with the the, the SATA SSDs at this point. It's it's, uh, it's all going to be M.2. I'm going to like have a low low storage size one, like maybe 500 or 250 of the fat of the super fast that's designed for the uh, PCIe 4.0 uh, memory buses. And that's just going to be where Windows is going to be stored and everything else is just going to be for because I've seen some of the prices of the slower M.2s and they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good right now. So I don't even think I'm going to even deal with uh, SATA based uh, SSDs at the, for this build. Um, the. RAM also mine is going to be 32 gigabytes too. I'm gonna I my current my current rig is 16, and it's been plenty. Uh, but I kind of have a feeling that uh, for optimum performance going forward this upcoming generation, uh, 32 gigs is a good way. Uh, it, it, it'll even 32 gigs is probably still overkill even for this upcoming generation probably, but. Uh, I'll be going with 32 gigs on that. For my GPU and my motherboard, I like to have my motherboard and GPU be from the same manufacturer. And I honestly haven't made a decision on that. Uh, my current setup is a gigabyte. I've got a gigabyte uh, GTX 1070, and I've got a gigabyte uh, mini ITX uh, board. I can't remember the model number of it right now, but uh, I, I like having the same uh, manufacturer for my GPU and my motherboard. It's just when I went through when I when I went through took when I went through my uh, training for uh, you know what is I guess that would be a plus certification like back in nineteen what was that ninety eight or something like that. Uh, one of the things that was kind of strange is just I know it doesn't mean as that much in 2020. I get that, but I just like the idea of having the two main components of my PC build be from the same developer. I think there's a less chance of driver mismatching going on when they're from the same develop from the same company, and that's just something that was drilled into us during my A plus certification. That's just something I just kind of still work with uh, even now if put a pc together um intel or or amd i'm leaning toward amd uh, i think the perform because this is going to be a gaming computer i'm not going to just like what my current rig is for the most part it's going to be mostly 99.9 percent .9 of the things it's going to be doing is gaming related so uh I, I kind of I kind of feel that uh, the AMD the I'm looking at the third 3800x 
I don't think I need to necessarily step up to the 3950X. Uh, somewhere, somewhere between the 3800, 38, maybe the 3850, somewhere in there. Uh, I'm still, I'm still working that out. Uh, uh, in the tests that I've seen, the AMD performs either better than the uh, the comparable Intel, which I think is the i9 uh, CPU, uh, and I can't remember the exact model numbers that I've seen compared in the uh, in the comparisons. But I think I'm going. I think I'm going to. I'm going to think I'm going to rock with uh, AMD on that and just save a few bucks. CPU and still get equivalent or maybe better performance for less money. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, man, that sounds like a killer PC, dude. So we're gonna move on to the next section of feedback, and he writes, and this is in regards to my discussion on the thirty uh, three thousand series uh, Nvidia cards. Igor's lab and Jay's two cents were reporting without complete information. The problem of cars crashing is much more complex than just the number of SP caps, cheaper versions of, of MLCCs. Even cars with MLCCs are crashing. The issue seems to be related to overclocking in drivers, but cars are seemingly more stable at higher speeds when they have a mix of SP caps and MLCCs. Importantly, overclocking in and of itself is inherently unstable. Otherwise, the card manufacturers would just advertise much higher clock speeds, in this case, uh, less than two gigahertz. And so I don't put much stock, I, I think you meant stock, uh, S-T-O-C-K, <laughs> that just threw me off. Forgive me, I'm not, I'm, not make, I'm not poking fun, but I am the son of an English teacher, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, put much stock into new cards crashing while being overclocked. Also, the 3090 is not necessarily for gamers. The card is a workstation card, which can also provide high fidelity gaming, including high fidelity VR. I've had one for a week without any issues. I also had a second one coming in in four weeks that is specifically designed for overclocking. By the way, there is no way AMD beats a 30 beats a 3080. 30, yeah. Uh, so, anybody have any comment on this section of, of Isaiah's feedback? Speaking a foreign language to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. This is why I play consoles. I'm sorry. Like I, uh, I was. All I heard was just a a a, bun, a jumble of, of 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 nonsense. I'm sorry. This is this is not anywhere near my expertise. So I will. I will definitely um, not say anything for fear of looking super stupid. So just, whew. Isn't that stupid? It's just, it's, it's not, not your ball of wax. It's not, yeah, that's that's in. fine. But I'm just I'm like, not vert. I mean, I'm a little familiar, but uh, I never. I am not at all <laughs> into the whole conversation about the SP caps versus the uh, uh, MLCC. MLCCs, so have at it, Kevin. So. <laughs> the only thing I can say is that the whether the ev the information was not, and again, I'm a layman, uh, so I'm going what what the what these sites were saying. But Jay's two cents, uh, Gamer Nexus, 
and Paul's hardware. We're kind of focusing on this and you know, nobody knows everything when it comes to PC PCs and issues, but if the issue is the drivers too, then it's even worse. I'm sorry, but if your drivers aren't working right and you have an issue with your with the quality or the type of or there is an issue with your third party comp card producers that are putting in the less expensive uh, power regulators or capacitors on the on the opposite side of the GPU in order to keep the their cards with on the MSRP scale at or a little maybe a little bit below. And you complicate that again with driver issues, you know, that's still not good. It's still not good. Um, I kind of sort of disagree also on the overclocking thing. Again, I'm I'm not a tech guy, but and and even my current PC is not overclocked. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go with some of the higher end components so I wouldn't have to worry about that. You know, for a 1080p gaming experience, this PC uh is perfectly fine without an overclock. But the the whole purpose for some of these higher end GPUs, when if you're talking specifically, I would say, you know, 20, 30, 70 and above, that's why most people buy these cars is to overclock them. And I have seen on a lot of these different channels, you know, overclocked NVIDIA cards. Uh, everything from mild to wild runs steady, like rock steady, as they do benchmarks and showing all this. And, you know, it's a lot of this is from channels that specialize in custom water cooling. That's something else. I will never water cool a PC that I put together. I, I just don't trust the technology because if something goes wrong, you got liquid rolling around in your case. <laughs> you know that's not a that to me liquid any any electronics just don't mix but uh for those that are doing like custom water blocks on the gpu and the cpu um they're able to get these cards cranked to the max and you know like the 2080 the 28 the 2000 series cards and uh, i would just assume the same with uh, the last gen radions they're able to get you know, ridiculous overclocking numbers on, on these uh, on these GPUs and on these CPUs. So and and, and they're rock solid systems. So eh, the the company is only going to stand by their base their base spec, and that's why it's called a base spec. But I I kind of I kind of want to push back a little bit from what I know about overclocking is that you can. If you have if you have the skill or you know somebody who knows how to do it well, you have the right a mix of right of quality, the right quality components, you can put yourself together an overclocked gaming PC that is rock solid from the ground up. So I kind of sort of push back a little bit on that. And as far as AMD beating uh NVIDIA, I I'm not sleeping on AMD. You know, they it was they were it was said that AMD would never put out a CPU that outguns an Intel CPU, and they have. You know, of course, it's going to be a game of back and forth with these companies as technology 
goes up and you know size of dyes shrink i get that but for the cost of performance amd is and and when it comes to benchmarking tests amd is is kind of spanking intel right now now they may change with their latest cpu comes out uh intel cpu comes out i get it i understand that but i ain't counting amd out yet so <laughs> We shall see. And the 3090 is billed as a gaming card. It is. Uh, I would suggest you check out Gamers Nexus uh, video on that, where they actually go into the well with regards to how NVIDIA marketed the 3090, as opposed to how they marketed the 20, the 20 series Titan completely different uh terminology completely different uh methodology in the marketing the titan was always billed as a workstation card the 3090 is straight up billed as the ultimate gaming card and that's why gamer nexus called them out on their marketing because they straight up lied uh, the 3090 is that they were billing it as a gaming card so but again, shout out to Isaiah 68 for that feedback, and we definitely appreciate you sticking in with us and listening. So our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. So Joe's going to kick things off for us. So Joe, why don't you let folks know what's been going on in the gaming industry lately? Well, let's kind of we'll go round robin like we did last episode. I think that worked well, but the news article I want to bring up to the forefront is uh, that uh, Annapurna Interactive and developer giant Squid have announced the uh, launch for the Pathless is going to be out on PS5, PS4, and PC via the Epic Game Store and also on Apple Arcade on November 12th. So it's actually coming out day and date with the PS5. Um, so if you don't remember this game, this was like an indie title about in the middle of the First PS5 showcase uh, is from the creators of Abzu on there, but you play as a um, archer and you play and you have a, you're accompanied by an eagle in a vast forest on there. So, and it's a open world that you would be able to travel to uh, into a mystical island to dispel a curse of darkness that grips the world on there. So, I'm just looking forward to this game. I'm glad that it does have a day and date release date there's a lot of games coming out day and date out for the ps5 though so i'm not sure if i'm gonna grab this day and date i know i've been trying to stick to five games a month and i know for november i'm already like <laughs> I have seven on my list for the month of november so it's just like uh, you know whether i stick to it or just say it's a console launch hey go for it buddy so but i'm pretty excited for the pathless it's something i probably uh, if I could fit it into the mix, something I want to play on day one on my PS5. Any of you guys excited for this, uh, Des? Quite possibly. I mean, I definitely will be looking at it um, on. Well, I'll be definitely looking at it videos. I mean, I kept, uh, you know, the old adage was I would just go to your house and look at it. But now that that can't really be a thing right now. Um, uh, I probably look at look at some more some more gameplay on it before before I really kind of like push into into it. Um, but given what you said, it looks like it's going to be pretty pretty decent. 
Oh yeah, no, I mean Abzu was a great game from a lot what a lot of people said, and you know, you know I've seen a lot about that game, so yeah, and uh, and part of me it's almost like okay, I know it's coming out day and date, but uh, you know maybe I should hold out for a physical copy of this game, maybe because Annapurna has been pretty good in working with uh, IM Eight Bit to bring eventually bring out physical versions of. All their titles. In fact, there's a Annapurna like uh, PS game collection that is being uh, released, a uh, very special edition with a couple games in the collection being physical for the first time on there. So, and so it's something to where you know you might want to hedge your bets just in case if the physical version is going to be uh, just as much as far as cost, you know, versus buying it digitally, just to have it on disc and you know have the accompanying artwork and, you know, instructional booklet, you know. I almost thought in a way, approaching this upcoming generation, that I was just going to go digital only, but I'm thinking with all the choices given to me as far as, you know, trading in games, selling games afterwards, you know, I'm not going to stop buying physical games until I'm not able to, you know, so that's just the approach I'm going to take, but... uh I'm circle back though. Pathless does look excellent. It looks like another good choice for uh, gamers out there that want something different for the PS5. You know, that way they're not up with the usual Godfall, Spider-Man, and like you know, Demon Souls like trifecta. So, hey, more options for this. More options is good because like at first I was like, hey, I bought this console. Now what am I gonna play on it? I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> you were saying yeah. something, Kev? I was just saying Pathless does look interesting. Yeah. And, you know, for you listeners out there maybe not jumping to a PS5 or can't find one right away, I mean, it's available for PS4, PC, and Apple Arcade. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure whether this is going to be like a cross-buy thing or if you buy the PS4 version, you'll get the uh, PS5 version as an upgrade for free at a later point. So something you might have to do a little research to, you know, keep an eye on, see if that's something that is going to be offered with this game. So. All right, Des, uh, you have a new story for us. So the one that I'm talking about is a game that Joe and I, uh, our game series that Joe and I started playing, you know, we love our Diablo likes. And uh, this one is for Torchlight 3. Now, this is a game that I've been eagerly anticipating because I played the, the second one, and I really liked the art style, and I thought it it, it had this sort of, like, colorful, uh, cartoony style that might not have been um, uh, for everybody, especially if you're coming from Diablo, which is a lot more gritty, even even though the, the Diablo 3 was a lot more colorful than Diablo 2, but... You know how it is, but uh, I'm really excited uh, for for Torchlight Three. Uh, it launches on October 13th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and later in 2020 for the Switch. I wonder how later that's going to be. Maybe around Christmas time. But I'm happy that it's all going through through various different um, uh, consoles, and it's going to be out for ev- everybody if you want to play it. And I am super excited for this game um, because it looks like they're really uh, improving upon what um, what they what they did in the in, in the first one. And I I love when when games are able to do that. Um, some of the key features they say is you can travel uh, the frontier. Players can explore the wilderness 
parties party with friends, gather materials and craft loot, use magical maps to enter unknown dungeons or show off their spoils in town. There's always something to do in the new frontier. Build and upgrade your fort, choose a relic. Relics are objects of great power that get players players a suite of act, uh, active skills and passive skills. Player will choose one of one of five of these at the beginning of their journey and use skill points to unlock or enhance the relic's abilities. The relic is an important part of a character's strategy. Choose wisely. So, so uh, it looks like they're they're they might not be they might be, um, they're not really getting rid of uh, classes. It's just you have this extra relic that that kind of helps helps you um, yeah, it helps out your character to make you a little bit more um uh unique i guess and, and not yeah. and not so and not so um uh generic because like the 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 hero classes are like the dust mage the forge rail master and the sharpshooter um and then we, and of course sounds crazy to me so yeah yeah and then and then of course we get the pets oh i love the pets in the in the first one uh so so yeah so again you know you have four classes to choose from along with 20 classes and relic combinations each combinations offer unique play style and a wide range of choices to where to place skill points at players can utilize class specific mechanics too so it seems like it's really they're they're really looking at what diablo was doing and 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 what they did before and and actually adding more to it i'm really looking forward to play this game and with the price point of 40 dollars, i think that's fantastic so um this is one of those games and this is one of those games that i kind of wish because they didn't say anything about about ps5 um for it hopefully they will well, thirty nine ninety nine. So, so that that's definitely a a bargain price. But my hope is that uh, we we'll, we we'll might get an upgrade to the PS five. Um, I guess this is another one of those issues where not issues, but another one of those times when being a PC player uh, is a boon because you won't have to worry about it. Like once you get it for PC, you've you've got pretty much I don't want to say the best version, but but you don't need to upgrade or worry about um missing out on something or or anything like that so so for this one um i'm definitely gonna buy this one you know and i think it will be a fun game to play with joe and hopefully kevin will join us and uh get some listeners in there but i'm really excited for this game i i thought it was um diablo's you know younger younger you know sibling that's just like trying to nip at its heels but but you never know so I'm super excited for it. Oh, one thing I was, I've been keeping an eye on this game and it was getting torched on Steam in early access. You know, haha, it's torched, but you know, it's like, wow. Uh, really? That they've been making a lot of uh, improvements <laughs> in re- recent weeks and months on there. Because, uh, yeah, once it was first announced, it brought out an early access. Yeah, if you look at Steam, I mean, right now it's like a, three out of five stars at the moment and uh you know if you want to purchase on that platform it's like it's like 29.99 but there's uh plenty of not recommended at least posted uh you know but these impressions are like from like a month or two ago if needed and so you know i'm eager to take a look to see what they feel that this is a 1.0 version on there and kind of take it from there and see how it goes 
on here. So I'm pretty excited for this. I'm probably going to be a day one for me on this, probably on the PlayStation, because that's that's where we roll for multiplayer. I mean, Xbox, maybe if it comes to Games Pass, I could play it, you know, but other than that. You're funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts Any thoughts about this for you, from you, Kevin? I'll have to see. Um, Diablo-like games are very, very, very hit and miss for me. Like, I like Diablo 3, but the gameplay loop puts me to sleep. I literally fall, because all I'm doing is holding the R2. So if they can, you know, if they can, if it can be, if they can give me a mechanics loop that I can, that I can get into, then, then maybe, but. And and I tried, like, like, if there was another one I tried, like, Victor Vrom. And I I didn't <laughs> like that one at all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I thought that one was not good at all. So eh, I'll have to yeah, see. It's a case Victor, by case basis. Yeah, Victor Vrana is like a like uh, it's it's it got that Eurojank like you know MSG on it. So it's like yeah, Eurojank MSG. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you're out of control, Joe. I'm not out of you. control. You're out of control. You're out I'm of order, my Joe. A, I'm bringing my A game to the show, sir. So I I see that. DH Radio gets my gets my like you know interest, but this podcast gets my A plus. A plus. I'm glad to hear that. You hear that? Damn, damn straight. DH Radio. <laughs> all uh, kidding aside, jokes, 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 and more jokes. They're <laughs> all jokes. Joke, jokey, joke, jokes. Joe got jokes okay. now. So yes. uh, so that's all I got. So I'm um, passing the mic over to Kevin. So it looks like Outriders is going to be delayed to February 2021. If you go to their Steam page for the game, uh, it says that the game will launch on February 2nd of 2021. And I, I, I guess it's probably fair to say that in this current state of uh, COVID, this uh, the world of COVID that we're living in now, this really isn't a surprise, you know. It's really a surprise that we're getting anything, <laughs> you know, uh, within the course of 2021 since uh, everything went to crap back in what February and March, depending on when your government got their act together. But uh, yeah, I've I've been very interested in this game since I first heard about it, uh, and. For those in, those who may who may not know, if you're new to the show, I was a big fan of Destiny One, big fan of Destiny Two. Stopped playing Destiny Two when the Age of Opulence hit, and because I thought that that uh, that uh, that DLC was trash, and I just really was getting kind of bored, and tired of what I thought was Bungie being a little bit uh, lazy uh, with, particularly with Season of Populous. I hated that with a passion uh, compared to the prior DLCs that they launched with Destiny 2. I'm not one of those people that's going to berate the, the game as a whole because I sunk you know, over, a little over 700 hours into it. I got more than my money's worth out of the game. But until you hit me with Destiny 3, I'll, t- I'll, 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 I'll holler at y'all then. But when I saw Outriders, I felt that this was going to kind of fill that void. 
that Destiny left, particularly since I prefer third-person action games as opposed to first. Uh, the classes are highly influenced by Destiny, but I think they offer enough uh, variation, at least at face value, to make the game uh, unique and able to stand on its own. The story is actually going to be revealed in-game. Shocker! You know, you're not actually going to have to go to another web, another go to a website and read the cards that you collected during the course <laughs> of your gameplay. I mean, gameplay revealed within the game. I know that's a new, that's a new methodology. But uh, everything, uh, everything that um, people can fly has announced about this game looks on point. So I say take the time you need you know, do what you need to do in this COVID era to keep your people safe and healthy as much as possible. Uh, take the time you need to make the game right. Uh, another thing I like about about uh, Outriders is that it's its own game. There's not going to be, you know, story expansions on top of story expansions. You know, I'm sure there's going to be DLC, but the game is going to be complete in and of itself. So take the time you need, do what you need to do to make it the very best that you can. Uh, and I think for me, I'm thinking about double dipping on this game. I think I'm going to get it the PS5 version, of course. I think I'm going to also run a character on PC uh, when, it, wow. when I get around to putting, you know, after getting my rig together. So update Pretty good praise. in the future. Update in the future with that because what I've seen, I'm really interested in. So, you're gonna buy it before you get your new rig going, or is it a point that no, 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 no. By the time, by the time my new rig is up, I'm sure this will, uh, this game will be on a Steam sale for substantially less <laughs> than, than than what it will be uh, if from uh, getting it on launch day. So, yeah, and it might, yeah. you know, I don't know yet as far as if it's going to support cross save and have like, you know, all that going back and forth. I know that there's free upgrades if you buy the PS4 version that have the PS5 version. And same thing, of course, with the smart delivery trademark for the Xbox platform on that. So, yeah, it, it wouldn't buy it would be would it be cool? Yeah, sure. It'd be great. But it wouldn't it's, it's not a stickler because I'm, I'm going to be running separate characters or a separate character on each platform. I learned yeah. my lesson from Destiny 1, running multiple characters at the same time is that's just, I'm not going to do that. That is such no. that is such a time sink that it it's not even worth it for me. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to fiddle faddle with all the classes, probably first on the PS5, so uh I'll probably be starting be starting and restarting, you know, with each different class to see which one I dig the most, and my favorite two. One I'll run on the PS5, the other one I will run on PC when it's time. I thought maybe you're going to say you're going to run the second one on Xbox. <laughs> Shaka. Wow. Shaka. So. No. <laughs> loves kicking that horse. Indeed, indeed. So, Trader Joe, what's your next story for the folks? Oh, so this is my last news story for the night, but uh, this is. Ghost of Tsushima Legends and New Games Plus is going to be on October 16th on there. So, um, and 
So Sucker Punch is going to bring out their version 1.1, which will bring new co-op player experience, quality of life updates, and much, much more on there. So uh, that will be out. You know, I'm kind of excited to kind of play the because um, it's a, a a horde mode on there. It's uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. It's a brand new online cooperative multiplayer experience. It'll be a free update, of course on there but you could fight side by side with your friends on there uh, up to i believe four players on there uh, you could do two player story based missions in legends and four player survival missions and they're also planning on a raid that they're going to be releasing a few weeks following launch on there so and um, I'm stoked for this obviously I haven't even fired up Ghost of Tsushima yet to play the single player so one thing uh, um, when this a class got uh, this uh, mode first got announced, it's like, oh, I better play Ghost of Tsushima right away. But you know, life happened, and obviously, it's something I could rectify pretty easily on there. Do all three of us own Ghost? I think all three of us own Ghost, and we haven't played it, right? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> to my shame, but I have an excuse. I'm playing Sekiro right now. Yeah, of course. That counts. And I, I have count. no excuse other than, you know, I'm playing what I'm playing, I guess. So, but in Legends, though, you'll be able to pick one of four classes on there. Uh, each will have their own unique advantages on here. So, and the classes are going to be Samurai. Um, and Samurais are more like um, tanks on there. You can run straight towards combat and stay there, sustaining their health while chopping enemies down left and right on there uh, and they also have a hunter on there so that's going to be more of your ranged character you stand on the edge of combat snipe enemies before they even see you on there so a lot of uh, bow and arrow play if need be uh, they also have a ronin category class on there and that is going to be your trademark healer on there so they can revive their entire entire team with a breath of in, in his is a Nami on there, and uh, you'd be able to go ahead and summon a ghost dog, a spirit dog, as a Ronin. And then, last but not least, uh, you can also play as an assassin on there, so you could uh, do massive damage in one single attack on there. So, and uh, it's more, more like a tanky type character, but it looks like it has a little bit more of a range or and or agility on that so and also the story missions will have uh two player like i said and we'll be able to go through separate stories that are not in the main campaign on there and so i'm looking forward to checking this out i'm looking forward to playing the main game too so i mean but uh, this is kind of giving me uh wherewithal where i am going to fire this bad boy up the only thing i really want to know and a lot of people haven't really stated yet as, as far as when enhancements will be out for this game on the playstation 5 and obviously we'll have to see on november 12th if there's something day and date for this game or whether it's something we'll have to you know wait for a future update down the road on that but you know if you want to put any ball in someone's court you probably need to put the ball and blame sony a little bit for not talking a lot about their plans ps5 moving forward but you know we'll see once november 2nd 12th rolls around so 
So any thoughts, uh, Des? Is this uh, kind of uh, put put that little um, you know diced onion on the top, and you know, and this is a nice steamy teriyaki rice bowl. Is it you know like gonna onion? I can't Did eat I, can't eat onions, so okay. So, oh, okay. Well, you know, other but, metaphor. Uh, well, what about the yeah. you know ex, yes. extra extra spicy teriyaki sauce I, I, on top I of this wonderful I dish? I can't do spicy either, dude. You're just you are just completely just. <laughs> I'm metaphorically out. retarded. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. You said that, not me. I am just I'm just I'm just relaying your thoughts. I'm channeling your thoughts. <laughs> My thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I have this just like you do. I haven't played it yet, but I will be playing it uh, because I think it's going to be fantastic. And out of the thing that I love the most about this whole situation is that it is free. It is a free thing that they did. And I thought, you know, once once I realized that that was free, I was like, yes, this is what you should be doing for your for 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 folks who um who play your games. You know, let them let them have it you know let them have it for free let them enjoy their your games you know don't do that but i'm here for it i'm yeah, here kinda, for it kind of reminds me of a uh, uh platform holder with the uh letter x in the beginning so. kind of kind of excited yeah i'm excited how about for you kev <laughs> yeah definitely looking forward to not only getting into that but you know definitely getting into the single player uh, my buddy damon uh, has finished ghost of Tsushima and he has been raging about it uh, as as it being just absolutely fantastic i don't know if it's if it, if he would consider it his game of the year but it's definitely i would probably say based on what he said about his compliments on definitely being his top three so yeah like i said once i once i um push through sekido i will i will be hitting up um, hitting up Yosu Sushi. Uh, whatever reason man i i sekido is just like the, the the brutality and and the abuse that i'm taking it's like all right i keep going back for more <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I understand what Souls players, uh, the mentality of the Souls player, the mentality of the Bloodborne uh, players. Uh, heck, I mean, I've been understanding that. I mean, I, I played Ninja Gaiden games, so please, you know, I've been understanding the abuse, the love of the abuse for a while. <laughs> so I get it. I can't do it. You're, you're so much, you're so much better than I am, because I just can't do it. I'm like, no, why are you hurting me? <laughs> no abuse, no. no. So this next article is uh, regarding Spider-Man and and how he looks so much different uh, in the new version. And this was done uh, by Insomniac in order to utilize their words to utilize the the most powerful, you know. Um, uh their new uh graphics to, to get the best experience for 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 the players so the original was modeled after an actor named john uh bubnika bu, 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 sorry i'm butchering your name john i apologize but now they've changed him to look someone uh to look who resembles an actor named ben jordan who you know who was actually 
you know, close to looking like Tom Holland, Tom Holland without looking like Tom Holland. So they basically basically use this actor that looks sort of like Tom Holland, but but it's not Tom Holland, probably in order to save some money, which I don't blame them. But um, I was just looking at some of the comparisons and like the way he uh, his the way his skin looks. He's much smoother. It's just a really nice looking um looking graphics like so i know people you know are mad that we're not gonna be able to get a um we're not gonna be able to get a um uh a free upgrade or anything like that but i am totally down uh with it's weird like i i I, i'm i'm okay with double dipping on spider-man because it was such a good game and if they continue to upgrade you know the graphics and the way it looks you know and i'm kind of okay with that and i know that sounds bad and you know, we should be like, no, you know, we did, we should be getting this stuff for free because we already bought it. But I don't know, like, if this is the way it's going to look, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of OK with it. So yeah, no. I went and traded my copy of Marvel Spider-Man, got like almost like $19 towards my purchase of Miles Morales Ultimate. So, I mean, it's not worried. <laughs> Just like worried. an additional three dollars and some change. Thank you, physical. Go physical. So, <laughs> yeah, Joe is not. Joe is not mad. <laughs> he is. He is not phased by this at all. Yeah, either you're gonna get upset about this crap, or you're just gonna deal with it and then figure out the best way to handle it. And the best way to handle it is buy physical, trade your game in, get what you can out of it, and upgrade and pay the price. That's it. Yeah, I mean, kind of. That's kind of what it looks like, you know. And I'm don't like, ex- don't expect people to serve you. These corporations are not out to serve you. On there, they're out to make a profit and bring you hot new games. So, so, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I just was was like, they're they're using this time, and and if that and if that is one of the things that they're saying, you know, will will is one of the reasons why you can't. I mean, they're that's how they're justifying it, you know. Yeah, so. but. I don't know if you've been following it, Des, but there's been a lot of online just like, guys, you changed the actor. And like, just uh, the creative director of this game, Brian Intihar, uh, was tweeting over the weekend because he has started to receive death threats on See, Twitter. That's crazy. <laughs> like, y'all need to just chill on that noise. Like, really, really, it is not that serious. Like anyone is willing, anyone who is willing to give like death threats on shit like that is just like you are seriously. There's something wrong with you, you know. There's something wrong with you if if you're gonna be doing death threats like that. Like really, why? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't. I do not get that at all. Not one yeah. iota. Just, jeez, it is a game. It is. Yeah. It, it is fiction. Stop it. This is his tweet. This is from October 3rd. To our Spidey fans, I totally appreciate your passion, but sending me threatening notes that you will, quote unquote, hunt you down and we will find you. You fix this now. Isn't cool. In capital letters. (laughs) With what's happening in today's world, let's be a force for good and be respectful of each other. Thank you. So The fact that he even had to do that is just, y'all are... But I mean, you know, it's not just gaming. They've they've been doing that in movies too. And, and I know actresses. It's a it's a miracle in and of itself that we get any kind of entertainment media, you know, at all, be it games, movies, shows, because the crap that these rabid I'm not even calling them fans. These these mentally deranged individuals 
the abuse that they feel that they are that like they are owed you know like like it is a personal affront that this thing that this change has taken you don't call you don't you know you slap my mama stole my lunch money you know people just get this real bit out of shape now what i will say on the on the spider-man thing i'm not in love with it but let's be honest our in spider-man you're spending most of your time swinging through new york wearing a mask with a mask on <laughs> so you're not really looking at peter parker's face no you're not <laughs> um and i will say this i think he's a mm-hmm. little too pale he looks like he needs some vitamin d yeah yeah uh, he looks really young too he looks really young he looks roughly the same age as miles um so uh, those two aspects i'm not really cool with but again i'm pl- I'm 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 swinging through I'm swinging through Manhattan as Spider-Man with a mask on. I'm not looking at the face. It, it, so, again, you know, folks get bit out of shape over the wrong stuff. So I I, I, yeah. I get it. I I was amused too because after they showed screenshots of this and the ray tracing features as far as in certain screenshots. Uh, all of the uh, X bots came out to play and play technical advisor and put their uh, expertise <laughs> yep. on criticizing the screenshot. Gate 2.0. <laughs> it's pretty much it. Um, an excellent YouTube video uh, is from Digital Foundry that kind of breaks down the screenshots and basically explaining to everyone in layman's terms as far as the amount of. Um, they deem it as being as far as choices you make as far as because as far as sometimes with ray tracing and other effects in particular games it creates where it's just it's uh, a high buffer for um, performance meaning that they have to kind of make sure that it fits all within so they'll scale other things down they were making comments about like the trees and the reflected building don't have as many leaves as the uh, actual trees that are in the real world on there and obviously there's reasons for that because of the fact that you can't render everything that they want to render in specific scenes and so they have to you know wherewithal go in and pick and choose as far as what they want to render uh, using their race tracing techniques on there and even me describing it does not do the uh, video justice if need be but I just love the fact that, you know, we had certain people, people with green hued avatars on Twitter uh, sit there and try to break this thing down uh, to its finite level and looking like a bunch of, uh, you know, biased buffoons on there. I'm not a biased buffoon, but, you know, I'll take it for what it's worth. Like, you know, like you said, Kev, I'm swinging, you know, whether I play it on. 30 frames a second 4K ray tracing, or if I'm going to play it on 60 frames a second uh, performance mode and and skew the ray tracing. I mean, I'm glad that they're working to bring different ways I could view the same content and enjoy the content. So, on there for me to sit there and say, okay, well these trees don't have as much leaves, or you know, sitting here and and looking at the hand and the reflection and sitting there and trying to pick and choose your battles over here. Go worry about your damn games. I guess you have no games to worry about, so you got to be picking on this other crap, <laughs> you know? So 
Dude, there's a there was some clown that took a picture of his hand on a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and super and imposed that. Well, it 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 you know, trying to make okay, so you're taking a real life picture of your freaking hand against a mirror, trying you know, imitating the way Spider-Man's hand is on that window of a skyscraper, comparing your real life photo to a still shot of a game running on a on a console a closed box okay this is how far it's gone i mean i'm 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 not going to say i have a bias i my bias is where the games are and that bias can change at a moment's notice if all of a sudden another platform starts bringing me games that i want to play that's when my bias switches i have no loyalty to multi-billion dollar corporations but these xbots do and I, for, for for whatever reason, I I just do not understand it. I do not understand it. They are more in love with the executives that run their company and accepting all the BS that that they have turned this platform into. That if they would, if they took that same amount of energy and spend it trying to tell telling them that they actually want because we know they want games right we know they want quality games but they refuse to call the management of xbox to the carpet when it comes to this and they just cheerlead everything that phil and company does you know be it good bad or indifferent they cheerlead it to the nth degree it's like okay y'all and I'm not talking about Xbox fans. I'm talking about Xbots. You know, th- there is something some uh, some psychiatrist needs to do a clinical study on y'all. I mean, for real, for real, for real, because there there's problems there in in your ability to. I I I, I just don't get it. It, it, it. It's a hobby. This is supposed to be fun, but y'all take this this mess to the nth degree. You do. And I'm going to say this. There are toxic there are toxic folks in any hobby, industry, whatever. I have not seen. Nowhere near the level of ridiculousness in within these past two console generations than I have from certain members of the Xbox gaming community. The only ones that come close and in some cases surpass believe it or not, are found on Nintendo, and that is the uh, uh, Smash Brothers community. Them some some toxic mofos. (laughs) Them and Xbox run neck and neck. I I don't know who's worse, so I I take that back. So, you know, y'all are sharing the throne with the members of the Smash community, but both of y'all, both of y'all need to do something to get your priorities straight. For real, for real. The only thing I can't understand is is why are they talking when when they got Craig over here serving <laughs> serving hot lunch. You know, it's like, come on. You know, we won't talk about stuff anyway. I know Craig's kind of old now, but I just that's no, but, me, but Craig that's is relevant. That's he is relevant. Yeah, he is relevant like... because they were cool with that. Oh, it reminds me of the original hail. So you gonna spend five hundred dollars on a console so it can play. A new game 
and make it look like the original game that you played. What when did the original Xbox and Halo launch? Two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. I, I can't even remember. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Okay, so I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars so I can play a brand new game that looks like it did in two thousand two. That makes all the sense in the freaking world. <laughs> I just I just love for the fact that uh, we're seeing now for the Series X launch, Series launch. Uh, that have we have... seen anything actually running on the Series X yet? I know I'm we've seen sure. stuff running on the Series S. Yeah, but have we seen Series anything S, on the Series X yet? Oh, they they've shown like back compat stuff, you know. I, I mean videos. new games. I mean new games. No, I mean new we games. Have not seen new games. I don't know when the uh, if they have an embargo of some sort on there but yeah no new game footage as of yet from every um aggregate site under the sun every youtuber you'd ever want to know has a series x right now and they're running like you know xbox one games and three years five games and, yeah unpatched so, destiny 2 you know without the 60 frame patch of course but uh you know i just i found it funny that they're running this promotion with taco bell with master chief and halo infinite <laughs> with the, Series X and they like you know have you know Halo Infinite on Trident gum and like the game's not even making launch but they decided to just go ahead with all their marketing of course so it's just funny. Keep, to me. I mean you got to keep it. Got to get going yeah. Got to yeah. roll with, the, roll with so that like, monster is, energy is drink. Series right? X like the Phantom Light because we ain't <laughs> seen light. nothing running on it. New anything running new running on it. I mean the Phantom we just had a we just had a picture of the console and never anything else. So I guess at least we, we know that the Series X exists. We know that it is an actual product that is being currently being mass produced and it is in the hands of certain individuals. But we ain't seen no new game running on it. Nothing. We've seen old ass games running on this new ass system. I, I I don't know, you know. Hey, if that if that's what if that if that rocks your world as a gamer, hey, more power to you, bro. But nah, well, that was the long way. <laughs> Spider Man, you know, it's good. Yeah, we're probably gonna buy it. We're probably gonna buy it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that Spider Man discussion got. We, we, if anyone's out there playing the drinking game on gaming, <laughs> I, I got heated. I got heated. You, you got you got your bingo card filled out and or you know you drank 10 million shots once we mentioned all the xbox stuff because you know that's yeah. what we do here we bring I mean, the content it, so, they make it so easy though dude they make they really it it's do. like they really do. it's like a starving man with low-hanging fruit i mean it, it, it is just so easy <laughs> anyway. all right way all right, so Kev, got, what's that last news story you got on yes, the quickness? Yeah. The okay, so the last news story is going to end uh, regarding a game that is, has been near and dear to my heart in the past, and that is we're getting a remake of Hot Pursuit, the first Hot Pursuit, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Um, it, I, I think... Hmm? It's not the first uh, Hot Pursuit. It's the re They're bringing out the Criterion 2010 version of hot pursuit so this is the one that came out after burnout paradise from criterion studios kev so so it's oh, that's the, what well that's i i i consider that the first hot pursuit i don't i don't really yeah there was a hot pursuit I that did, came out in 2003 i think so oh really i yeah yeah was that on playstation 2 
I believe, yeah, it was on PlayStation 2 and original Xbox, I believe, so. Okay, because, all right, so I, 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 so it's a remake of a remake? It's a remake of the uh, second version of Hot Pursuit. A remake of a remake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, so <laughs> I can't keep track of all this stuff. Uh, anyway, we're getting another Hot Pursuit. Um, I personally enjoyed the Hot Pursuit that I remember playing on the PlayStation 2. Hot Pursuit 2 is actually the one that I have the fondest memories for, but I do remember playing the Hot Pursuit. I don't remember if it was, I, I guess it was the one that came out on PlayStation 2, I think. Anyway, yeah, we're getting, we're getting a... It came yeah, out on PlayStation 2. It came out in 2002. It okay. came out for uh, that and Xbox. But this is the uh, basically remastered of the Criterion version that came out in 2010. Yeah. So. And since we're not getting, since they apparently are allergic to burnout, uh, it's nice. It, this was <laughs> back when Hot Pursuit was, I mean, Need for Speed was actually good. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, Need for Speed has been trash for a while now. It, it has. Uh, and if they got to go back to older games to make them good again, using uh, Criterion Studios, you know, putting their magic on it, then, you know, do what you got to do. But um, uh, what was that last one? That It was uh, Need for Speed. It, it was... Payback, I think. Payback was trash. <laughs> Absolute trash. Uh, and the one before it was trash. The only other need for speeds that have been good have been the underground one. I I did like the underground ones and some of the early earlier games on that I first got my experience with Need for Speed was on PlayStation 2 was when my was when I first got into Need for Speed. I'm sure it was on the original PlayStation. Never played the original PlayStation 1 games. But I got into Need for Speed on PS2 and I liked my favorite of the series has, is Hot Pursuit 2, but but the, the new ones that have that have come out have been garbage. Uh, I have I they're just not good. So if you got to go back to your older stuff and have Criterion, you know, work their magic on stuff that they've put out before, because you refuse to let them do, you know, new stuff that's good, um, I'll take it. It's it's been long enough since I played uh, Hot Pursuit. Hopefully, this means that I'll be getting Hot Pursuit too. I'm not even going to mention Burnout because y'all ain't gonna give me a, an actual Burnout, so I'm just not even going to mention that anymore. Even though I did, um, so I'm looking forward to it, uh, guys. Uh, you gonna be picking this one up? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's our it's our really arcadey des so I'm mm. definitely gonna take a look at it. You know, since it's coming out November sixth and like everything's dropping, you know, as far as uh, all the next gen stuff, it might not be something I pick up immediately. It might be something I'm gonna look on a Black Friday deal a couple of weeks afterwards. So mm. it's it's a retailing for thirty nine ninety nine for the physical, I believe, and then on Steam it's twenty nine ninety nine. You know, a lot of people were asking as far as if it's going to have any sort of uh, PS5 and or Xbox Series X uh, patches, and that remains to be seen. They, they did state that it's going to be running, I believe they said, 
uh, on the uh, PS4 Pro and also on the Xbox One X. Uh, going to be running at uh, 4K, I believe, at 30 frames a second. But you could also dial it down and play it on 1080p at uh, 60 frames a second on there. And then it's also coming to Switch on there. In fact, uh, I was following the forms on Resetera, and Nintendo put it up on the store and accidentally left it up for purchase. So someone actually bought the game on Switch. <laughs> And, uh, and was actually playing it, and they took it off the store. So was, they made a mistake on there. The person so still a, have it, or did they stop? Yeah, the person still has it. Yeah, it's, they bought it off the Mexican Switch store. So That there. is hilarious. My thinking on this is that they announced it today. It's probably already ready to go. It's just that they need to manufacture... Uh, the physical media for the physical version of the game. That's the reason why it's coming out on November 6th. And they're keeping the physical rollout the same day as the digital rollout. I'm, I'm assuming this sucker's already in the can and ready to roll on here. So given the fact that someone's already playing on their Switch. so I love that. They're just like, oops. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So it is, is on Switch. I believe the Switch version is... Uh, Obviously, going to be kind of running like the uh, um, PS3 and or Xbox 360 versions, probably at a 720p at a certain frame rate on there. But, you know, for you Nintendo fans, have at it. But I, I will take it at a higher frame rate on the current gen consoles, at least. So. Such a snob. <laughs> of course. And I get trophies, too. <laughs> Ooh, trophies. Oh, I, I, I could take it on the go. Take it on the go. Ooh, like... trophies. You better let Lefty Brown know. <laughs> or you guys can, you know. Or compete for our Achievos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Achievo beef. <laughs> hilarious. Okay. I'll take my peas. Thank you. Mm. There's a joke in there somewhere. Don't do it. So. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Before we further derail this show, why don't we go ahead and let us know where you could find us? <laughs> yeah, that's a rolling. great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, contact. You can call, you can reach us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. If you've heard something that you want to respond to, or if you would even like to be on the show, have us interview you to get your perspectives on this wonderful hobby of gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. As we mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, we do have a Discord server, which is attached to wherever you would download or listen to this podcast. You can check out our Discord link on whatever podcast ag or streaming aggregate that you find our show. Individually, we can be found on social media as well. On uh, Twitter, I am at shownuff 71 That is S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PSN, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, again, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71, the same spelling as before. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Find me on uh, Twitter at the Nemo6. Uh, that's S I X. Um, you can uh, find me on. PSN and 
uh, and on Xbox Live when I'm on there. You can find me on those two uh, at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. Uh, Joe, where can the folks find you, buddy? Uh, they can find me at your local GameStop trading in all my game titles. Yep. And also on PSN and Steam, I'm under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox and Uplay, I am Kamunagara, same spelling, 6995. On Twitter, you could converse with me at Joe Fungul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. And on Nintendo... I keep giving my friend code. I keep not turning my console on. It's uh, four seven one two dash five nine five three dash one four zero nine on that. Well, folks, that is going to bring episode one hundred to a close. Again, we want to thank you for listening, sticking with us for a hundred episodes for all the goofiness, silliness that goes on with this. We appreciate every single last one of you. And again, keep our contest keep our contest in mind. Think about how you want to enter. Remember, two entries for a Discord uh, login, one entry for a Twitter retweet, and we'll have more information as uh, that contest uh, as we roll in as we go forward with that. Yeah, once the so, show is live and available on your podcast aggregate services, just look on Twitter, forward that tweet and go on discord let us know that you heard and we will get your all your deets ready to get you some free games as we kind of inch towards launch next month so indeed so for trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar and for des the bay area terror i am showing up 71 saying thank you for tuning in Thank you for listening, and uh, we will be back next week with a new show. Peace.